Hey there, good evening. It's Matt, and I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. This is True Sleep, and with this podcast, my hope is to help you meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still. That's what the Bible would encourage us to do on these sleepless nights, these times when we're restless, and I really hope this is helping you to do that. I have had some hard nights lately, uh, struggling to sleep. And so it was a good reminder of what it feels like uh, to to be so tired, but not be able to sleep because your mind is restless. And in that tired state, it can be hard to pray. It can be hard to meditate on scripture. I was talking to someone I know and love recently who was telling me about a sleepless night he had had. And he said, I was laying there thinking, I wish I had more scripture memorized because I could go through that in my mind while I laid here. And uh, that's what I hope this will help you with. Uh, is we'll go through Scripture together. And uh, tonight, we're going to read just one verse, Matthew chapter 1, verse 17. This is the verse that caps off the genealogy. And we've spent several weeks over the course of this podcast talking about the genealogy. And tonight, we'll just read this last verse. And so I hope you can settle in, get comfortable, Uh, It's time to rest now. You've worked hard, uh, or maybe you haven't. Maybe today was just one of those days that was uh, not a day you're proud of. Didn't go well, didn't get much done, didn't feel like doing much. Uh, Either way, you can rest tonight uh, because God loves you, and especially I hope that you are a believer and you're trusting and following Jesus. And so you can rest because you're God's child. And He accepts you completely in Christ. He has forgiven your sins as you have repented of them and are trusting in Jesus. And so even if you didn't perform very well today, and there's a lot of open loops and there's things uh, that are weighing on your mind, you can be at peace. And I want to invite you to just accept and receive that peace from God and get some rest. And let's just read this one verse, and I'll give you a couple things to think about. In response, Matthew chapter 1, verse 17. So all the generations from Abraham to David were 14 generations, and from David to the deportation to Babylon, 14 generations, and from the deportation to Babylon to the Christ, 14 generations. So that sums up the genealogy. Uh, if you look back in history, they are not exactly 14 generations between all those dates. Uh, this is probably more of a device that Matthew was using uh, literarily, something to help it be memorable, showing the symmetry, showing God's uh, sovereignty over the course of history. It's not uncommon for biblical genealogies to leave out uh, some generations to focus on more prominent ones. And I wouldn't make any of that our concern for right now. For right now, just the reminder why this genealogy exists in the first place. It is very important that you remember who Jesus is. Especially when we are all wrapped up in our own stuff and our own stress, we can forget who Jesus is. Jesus is the long-awaited Savior King, the Jewish Messiah, who opened up God's way of salvation to all people, including Gentiles, non-Jewish people like me. Now, remembering who Jesus 
is may not seem relevant, but I promise you it is relevant. And if you are restless right now because you're stressed out, this is the best thing you can be thinking about. Uh, get outside of yourself. Don't think about yourself. Don't think about your situation, the open loop. Don't think about the stressful thing out there on the horizon, whatever it might be. Think about Jesus. I hope you're a Christian. Uh, you have chosen to listen to Scripture right now, so I'm thinking you're most likely a Christian. And if not, I would invite you to trust and follow Jesus and become a Christian. But let's just say you are a Christian for the sake of what we're going to think about. Your security and identity is rooted far deeper than your present circumstances. Your identity and security is founded in Jesus Christ, who is the long-awaited Savior King. That identity cannot be taken away from you. That security cannot be taken away from you. Even if whatever is on your mind goes as bad as it possibly could go, you are still secure. Your identity is still intact. You're God's precious child by virtue of your faith and allegiance to Jesus Christ. He is still your father. All of his promises are still yours in Jesus Christ. So let's just take a minute and think together. What are you basing your identity and security in? I'm going to give you 10, 15 seconds to just think about that question. What am I basing my identity and my security in? Maybe another way to think about that same question, and I'll give you another 10 or 15 seconds to think about it this way. What is it that if you lost it or if it went south and went bad, got destroyed, got taken away from you, what is it that if you lost it, you feel like your life would be a, an utter ruin or that you would no longer even be yourself? Think about that for 10 or 15 seconds. That's probably where you're finding your security and identity. What this genealogy in the book of Matthew reminds us of is that Jesus is the centerpiece of human history, and he is the centerpiece of our lives as well. It's about him. 
It's not about me. It's about Jesus. It's not about you. That's what Jesus was getting at when he said, if anyone wants to follow me, he needs to take up his cross and deny himself and follow me. Anyone who loses his life for my sake will find it. Being a Christian is about letting go of those things that we clung to for our security and identity. Those things now become tools in our hands to use to glorify King Jesus. And so whatever it is that we need to feel a great deal of pressure about, it could be grades or job performance or uh, relationship issues or money, none of those things are the ultimate purpose of our lives. The ultimate purpose of our lives is to know and trust and follow Jesus Christ. And really, we can do that regardless of our circumstances. So let's do another little thought experiment here, thinking about Jesus as the long-awaited Savior King. I want you to imagine your life if you were 100% perfectly, completely devoted to Jesus as your Savior King, completely trusting Him and completely following His ways, totally devoted to living in light of Jesus as your King. What would that look like? What would your life tomorrow look like if you had 100% perfect devotion to Jesus as the Savior King? Take about 10 or 15 seconds to just visualize that. Think through your daily routine tomorrow. What would be different? Now, one last thing to think about, what's stopping you from living that way for real? What's hindering you from living with 100% faith and devotion to Jesus? Really think about it. I'll give you a little bit of time. Now let's pray together, and I trust the Holy Spirit to guide your thoughts as you remember who Jesus is tonight and get some rest. And I trust the Holy Spirit to convict you where there may be sin that's hindering you from living fully in light of His identity as your Savior and your King, your Lord. But I want to encourage you to be at peace, because Jesus is on the throne. Whether or not you are living in light of that fact, He is on the throne. There's no one like Him. There's never been anyone like Him in all of human history. Father, thank you so much for this one that you have led to listen to this podcast and think about this scripture and to remember Jesus Christ. Now, would you please clear the way and place Jesus back on the throne in their heart? 
And because of that, with Jesus at the center of their being, who they are, how they view the world, where they find peace and security, because of that, let them rest so deeply and thoroughly. Everything else could be falling apart, but Jesus is securely on the throne, and therefore all is well. Lord, please guide their thoughts and their meditation as they rest right now. In Jesus' name, amen.